Welcome to the Flyover Ministry Podcast, a practical youth ministry podcast for small church leaders by small church leaders. We are grateful that you have joined us for our journey through ministry-related topics that we hope help equip and encourage you as you serve Jesus wherever you are. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Jordan. And we're at the end of the year. You are listening to Flyover Ministry Podcast with Jordan and myself. Thanks for enduring with us for another year. Jordan, Merry Christmas to you as well. I realized that as we were recording today, I haven't said that to you yet. So Merry Christmas, Jordan. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. We are going to do what we did last year with the extra week that we have, and we wanted to take the opportunity to highlight apps, games, books that we've uh, been using that we found helpful. Uh, maybe not so much games because we just did a pretty <laughs> pretty Listen long to... series where we yeah. just went off and on and on and on about different games. So thank you, dear listener, for listening to that. And hopefully uh, our gift to you is that this episode won't be too long, uh, but that it'll be useful to you and maybe some good suggestions for you to uh, take into the new year with you. So Jordan... Do you have anything to say? Otherwise, we'll kick this off. I, I think we're ready to go. All right. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. We are starting with apps. And I'm going to kick us off with the app called Canva. C-A-N-V-A. Jordan, are you a gifted individual when it comes to graphic design? I, uh, jury's out. Jury's but I, out. I have not received any rave reviews on my graphics ability. Do you appreciate good graphic design? Try to. You try to? This is an excellent app. <laughs> this is an excellent app for you. Um, I or And anybody who's listening, really. Uh, I appreciate good graphic design. I appreciate simplicity, uh, very clean logos, uh, very straightforward informational flyers, posters, social media posts. And if you are doing anything on social media, if you are putting up flyers for any event, Canva is a tremendous app to grab, and maybe you already have it. This is an app that gives you templates, uh, free graphics, simplistic templates to be able to use for whatever event you have coming up, whatever thing you want to promote on social media, and it's free. And you can get the full version, uh, but they have a special deal if you have a a tax-exempt number, which a lot of your churches will have. Uh, and if you're tax exempt, you don't have to pay. So if that is something you qualify for, by all means, get this app, y- use it. And I mean, for us in our ministry, we found this invaluable. And we found it even uh, as, as we're working with the app to figure out, like, do we qualify? Do we not? It's still more than paid for itself getting the full version. So that is the app that I'm going to kick off with today. How about you? So we're having like an Apple's window conversation because Crello is essentially same thing uh, ah. as far as that's why I put it on there. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, either way you go, Crello, it, if you have a nonprofit, you get the free f- access to the full version, which I mean, you can get the free pretty much the full version for free anyways. But the, the limit is how many downloads that you can get from that from when, mm. what you've produced. Um, but then the nonprofit status gets you as many as you want. So 
as a testimony of that, um, it if you have ever looked at the advertisements that we put out as far as what our episode arc for the month is going to be, whether it's like conflict or, or whatever, those images were done um, using Crello by me for, I mean, is sometimes it takes a while to figure out the right picture I want to use in, in formatting, but I mean, you can do it pretty quick if you know your way around. So that's kind of what you can end up with. Um, so if you think that's impressive, then cool. If you think that's like junior varsity, then we invite you to volunteer time for us. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny though, sometimes when you come into graphic design and you have a basic idea of what you want, sometimes that even takes longer to pull something together because you're just trying to find the right thing. And you have standards. <laughs> and you have standards. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the next app that I want to talk about uh, is called FitOn. It's one word, F-I-T-O-N. Uh, I will admit that I am not physically fit and this is a exercise app and i think in ministry what winds up happening is that uh, you play uh, a little bit too rough of a dodgeball game and you find out that you are not as young as you used to be and you are sore and things take longer to work off and our diets tend to be fairly terrible because it's hard to feed a large group of teenagers so this is an app that i've used uh, from time to time to try and help me with stretching, mobility, basic exercise. They have a lot of different options and I want to encourage you. Um, not saying anything directly to you, listener, but if that is something that you want to focus on in the new year, I'm trying to cover my bases here, okay? <laughs> backpedal, backpedal. Maybe I shouldn't have put this on. That was not a, uh, a fat joke to anybody. It is not. No, it's, it's an app that if you would like to use, if you are into that sort of thing, this is a great app that I've found to be useful for me personally. Get so your fit on. So uh, really quick, what, well, like, is it just a, a list of exercises to do? Does it like track anything? What kind of stuff do you do? With that? It is, um, it tracks how often you use it. I mean, as far as uh, it's a video based <clears throat> app. So if you get the full version, which you don't need the full version to get all of their videos, uh, getting the full version will give you special recipes for food. Uh, it'll let you download videos if you're going to go exercise on the beach, in the woods, wherever. Um, you know, it, but if you're around service or around Wi-Fi, you wouldn't have any problem using it. It's um, a bunch of fitness coaches that work you through um, their videos, and you can select everything. They have videos that are five minutes long to over an hour. So it's really based on how, mu how much time do you have, how intense do you want to go, what sort of thing do you want to do? So everything from yoga to cardio kickboxing to, I mean, just all sorts of stuff. Sure, sure. All right. Um, I think we've talked about this one on the podcast before, but um, it is the season where I'm spending a little bit more time with it, and that is Instant Church Directory. Uh, it's a great communication tool. I mean, church directories sometimes can just be something that's so frustrating for congregations uh, you only want to tackle it once every decade or something like that. But a lot of people change in 10 years, especially if you're looking <laughs> at young families. Um, and this one is something that puts a lot of the control right into your hands. And so you can have uh, an online portal. You can download a PDF um, and just like print off a couple of copies to have on hand. Uh, update it as you go. And there is an app for it too. And I just, a couple days ago, actually it was Sunday, um, had a conversation with somebody from from a congregation who's newer to the church and said, you know, just just so you know, I um, 
it's I pretty much will open this and look at it for a few minutes before coming into church, so I don't have to say what's your name again. <laughs> and uh, that's you know that's kind of what it's there for, and and especially for younger families, um, it's such a accessible tool, very powerful, um, and fairly cheap, uh, very affordable to do too. So for mm. your directory needs, uh, check that out. Then if you want to reach out for more info, I can give that to you as well. Nice that you're able to print out a physical copy. It is nice to have a physical copy sometimes mm-hmm. to be able to mark and, and change, but very good. Um, I'm going to mention the app called Overdrive. It's an app that is based on the Racing. public library system. What's that? Racing. Racing. No, it is reading. I have been able to listen to a lot of books uh, a lot more readily because all you need is your public library card and you can sign in. Uh, to whatever library, your local library, and you can download audio and ebooks right to your device. And I have it for my Kindle and my iPhone, and it works wonderfully. I'm able to get access to books that I uh, wouldn't have access to otherwise. I don't know if Michigan does this. Minnesota has a deal where if you have a Minnesota library card, you can check out books from any public library system. Is that the case in Michigan? I don't know if I'd say every library in michigan but it is pretty extensive i can yeah, so, i can get access to quite a bit right so i i am logged in at uh, our public library here in town and then i have access to books that are down in the twin cities and let me tell you the catalog in the twin cities is incredible because it's a larger city so it's nice to be able to have nice to be able to read uh, a variety of books while you drive and yeah i'm the kind of person i don't know jordan you read a little bit too i'm not so picky as to say like you're listening to audiobooks that's not really read listen you're you're taking in literary works right it's i i would argue that it still counts as reading nothing quite beats holding a book in your hands but i would say that listening to audiobooks still counts as having read a book and it's a lot easier to listen to an audiobook while driving than actually reading a book. You get pulled over a lot less. That is true. And there are books that I will say that it is easier to listen to than actually read. Um, Mere Christianity, if we're going to be, you know, we're, believe it or not, a ministry podcast. Let's talk about ministry-related books. Uh, Mere Christianity is an incredible book to listen to on audiobooks because it was designed as a, and written as a radio broadcast. So you're kind of taking it in as original format. So, so there. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The next one that I'd say is for youth people who do some driving and also like to save money, uh, there's an app called Get Upside. And my brother introduced that to me. Um, Basically, you, gas stations and other locations will put offers out there to try to draw customers and so it's like you can get 10 15 cents off a gallon of gas and cash back so pay full Ooh. price but you can accrue some some money so if you do a lot of driving uh that could be something there is also like if you've got a network of people and you get them signed up pyramid stuff uh you can get a penny a gallon for for other people that use that too but i don't know i'm just cheap i like to you know i'm up to I don't know, bought a tank of gas. So it's not like I'm not going to make me a millionaire. But sometimes in life, it's just those tiny things that like make you feel like I'm winning at something. <laughs> this so, you're, so you're trying to promote your account so that all of our multitude of listeners boost your penny 
per use if status. if i was trying to produce my own account i would say get in touch with me and i'll send you a link but i think you can also <laughs> just search for it and sign up with that so if you feel led to like reward me for introducing you to that feel free <laughs> but if you want to just not deal with that that's totally fine <laughs> oh my goodness that was maybe the most ridiculous sentence you've ever said on this podcast and that includes your jokes we'll see we'll see (laughs) jury still out uh i will end our app conversation here by talking about verbo uh this is an app that maybe you are familiar with it is also a website it is for being able to reserve cabins or homes uh when you are out on Uh, vacation say you want to go to a different city and you don't want to spend time in a hotel and you just kind of want to get into more of the residential side of things and get away from the busyness of city life get away from the interstate or major roads and highways verbo is terrific you can find some really great deals especially in the off seasons and i'm saying this uh not just for your own personal use for vacation although i would highly recommend it for that i would say this because we've used this to reserve our cabins for our youth getaways for the summer. And uh, you can search for proximity, you can search by capacity, and it has been a terrific app to use for that. So onto the reading part, whether you're yes. listening or reading. Um, always, as uh, Walt Mueller would say, leaders are readers, and I'm sure that's probably originated from someone else too. But uh it is, it is an important thing to just continue to expose yourself to new ideas and to grow. And I've been learning um, just how significant uh, sustained reading is for our own mental capacity as far as how we think and process information. And, and it's kind of something that we're drifting away from. So it, my encouragement, if you find yourself to say, I don't do books, um, start, try, and grow in that because it, it's really important. Uh, Mm -hmm. That being said, we had a couple of opportunities to recommend some things over this past year. And if you remember, we had guests from the First Century Youth Ministry podcast. Uh, They have a book out from themselves called First Century Youth Ministry. So that would be something to check out. Yes. Um, (laughs) On that episode, too, I did do a, a link, not a link tree, but a bunch of links for resources that they mentioned. Um, The... Uh, there was one about a archaeological study Bible, and um, I did pick up one of those. That's been super helpful as I've been preaching through Nehemiah, so that's been a, a fun one. Um, and also the New Testament in Antiquity uh, book, which sounds fabulously exciting. Real page turner. It, it actually is. It has been uh, been pretty good. I'm, I'm about 100 pages in, and it's it's been really informative and i've learned a lot and that's been kind of the point of it so great yeah terrific i will kick off here yeah just to again reaffirm the first century youth ministry book from heather kiros uh just in case she's listening and thought that we wouldn't mention it here shout out to her and to mark uh i'm going to mention here my first official book the coddling of the american mind by greg lukanoff and jonathan height um I'm, I, I hope I pronounced their names right. Uh, they're pretty cr- crazy. But if you look up on Amazon, you can find this book. This is a book that covers uh, college education and the state of things and uh, kind of looking at 
what college was originally intended for, what how we've kind of fallen away from that as an American society, and what this means as we continue into a post-postmodern world. Yeah, they, they kind of trace the implications of poor philosophy, and uh, I, I listened to that the second time around the summer and was good that time too. So it's helpful mm-hmm. to really get a good good picture of, of the state of education. Um, another one that I think is really important, uh, it's, it's a, a meaty book and um, pretty in-depth, but Love Thy Body by Nancy Piercy. Uh, this book is very significant as far as uh, our culture's issue with with body image and um, and just really a theology of of the physical body that we inhabit like God has done something intentional with giving us physical bodies and and they matter and uh, sometimes we we treat them as like um, like they don't really they're not significant spiritually you know like it, it, it it's less significant than our soul, but yet God has made us as a whole being. So that was mm. that was good to read through. Yeah, that was uh, required reading through uh, my courses at Gordon Conwell, and glad that to be able to pick that up and to give that uh, a read through as well. Um, yeah, Nancy Piercy does a great job with that book. Uh, I'm going to recommend a book by Martin Copenhaver, uh, one that I am still reading through, and I, I have found that I needed to take this a little more slowly than uh, originally I thought. But Jesus is the Question. It is a book that uh, looks at the multiple questions that Jesus asks uh, from the perspective of you know, Jesus is viewed to be a great teacher. Uh, so why is it that when people come to him and ask him questions, he responds with questions more often than not? Why is it that he does not directly answer them? Uh, so it's a look at the 307 questions that Jesus asks and the three he answers. And I'll admit that I have not gotten to the three that he directly answers, at least from Martin's viewpoint. But it does look at different themes like identity, faith and doubt, uh, crisis, uh, um, different elements of uh, seeing the people that God created and s- instead of seeing their problems, right? And it's uh, very good, I would say, even a, as a devotional book uh, to read through. So again, Jesus is the Question by Martin Copenhaver is worth picking up as well. Another one that I went through this year um, was Irreversible Damage by Abigail Schreier. And uh, another kind of body image book, but but she is looking at um, I don't know for sure if it's from a Christian biblical perspective, totally. Uh, but she she's observing the massive shift that has happened in the past ten years uh, with the gender dysphoria issue and how mm. so many like it used to be predominantly boys that would suffer from this, and it was clearly presenting from a young age, like three year olds. But now the statistics are massive amounts of teenage girls that have not shown any manifestation of this prior in their life are suddenly coming out. And um, Mm. with the transgenderism, talking about some of the mentality behind why it's such a powerful movement, uh, the automatic and total um, acceptance and support that you get uh, culturally from that, where it's you know, almost against the law for some counselors to even raise the question, maybe this isn't healthy, um, going on to hormone therapy and 
how some schools in California have moved to make that accessible without parental consent or knowledge. Hmm. Um, really important stuff for, for this day and age to be thinking through and be aware of. Sure. Jordan, let me ask you a question here, because mm-hmm. each of these episodes need to have some kind of surprising question for you. What was the last book that you've ever read for fun? Nothing ministry related. What was the last book you read for fun? I'd have to go back and say, well, it's probably, probably a Sherlock Holmes book. Mm-hmm. I, I like myself mysteries, and those are typically when I'm when I'm doing some driving. Um, well, no, yeah. So it'd be two books: Sherlock Holmes. Uh, I don't remember specifically what that title was, but it was a pastiche, so a different author, not Conan Doyle, coming up with the story. I think it was like the Dangerous League of Women or something like that. Um, uh, Sherlock and- Holmes fanfic. Yeah, and then uh, I listened to a 20-some-hour book by uh, Ron Chernow about Alexander Hamilton. So, Oh, wow. History, and some of my kids' history books for homeschooling. So I think I, think I tend to the mysteries and the histories. Mm. So Yeah, I found that reading my kids' history books as well when we homeschool, like, that's... This is very enjoyable. Like, this is a very condensed, enjoyable walk through American history. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoy this. Like, right now, she's learning about Thomas Jefferson. And, yeah, this is a good summary. Like, there's there's things to admire, things to kind of scratch your head on. But, yeah, like, it's, it's yeah. I, I bring up this question because I think sometimes we get so caught up in ministry that it's like ministry-related book, ministry-related book, ministry-related book, and something that... Pastor Lee told us in seminary, when we were in seminary, was every once in a while, read a book just for fun. That's not Mm -hmm. ministry related. And it's a piece of advice that I took to heart. I very strongly believe that it's a solid piece of advice. And uh, the last book that I'm going to recommend is one that I read this year uh, under recommendation because somebody saw that I love the Lord of the Rings books. Uh, Not surprising for those of you who know me. Uh, and maybe you've picked up, if you don't know me personally through this podcast, I love Lord of the Rings. It's great. Um, we are reading a book here by Brandon Sanderson. And somebody mentioned this book to me because he compared Sanderson to the modern day Tolkien. So I was intrigued already. And I will say that The Way of Kings, it is a tremendous entry level book into his work and the world building he does it's science fiction it's a little bit of fantasy uh, and i just enjoyed reading it just for fun so i put that on the list just to encourage you as the youth worker pastor whoever every once in a while just take a break and do some r and r and read a book just for fun right nothing uh, maybe that's just personal education maybe it's just something that's been collecting dust on your shelf for a while maybe that's a book that maybe you would never have cracked the the binding of but uh, find a book to read just for fun that's not ministry related and get into it and that's that's good words um we've our book reading club from cpyu that i talked about last year uh, we've been going through the wisdom pyramid pyramid uh, with brett mccracken and I think the last chapter that I read for that actually was dealing with reading and books and just the the need for us to read broadly too, um, because mm-hmm. that expands our vocabulary, expands our, our ability to empathize and, and draw from other people point of view and stuff like that. So um, yeah, definitely worth, worth encouraging reading mm-hmm. for fun too, because it's a good break. Well, to close this off, it's my turn yeah, to throw a curveball. 
right. And uh, since we're ending the year, highlight of 2021. And you can't Ooh. say the birth of your kid because that's kind of like, <laughs> duh. Oh, nuts. Um, I think the highlight of the year was seeing our kids recognize the importance. And by kids, I mean my students in ministry. Uh, seeing them recognize the importance of Christian community and seeing the relationships that they have grow. Uh, when we came back from our sh- trip up north, uh, they had the statement of, uh, when we were debriefing, I'd ask them, okay, so what was your favorite part? And we had gone hiking, we had gone swimming, we had gone uh, under waterfalls, you know, showering under water, just kind of enjoying the North Shore of Minnesota and the wilderness and our time together. And I said, what was your favorite thing that we did? And, we kind of like just making meals together and it's like, yeah, you know, it really doesn't matter w- uh, what we do. We just like being together and to then take that and see, okay, yep. God is still at work, even though it wasn't this hike, even though it wasn't this place that we stopped for food. It, it was the fact that, you know what, this is the, the strength of community within the, the body of Christ and to be able to point them to that and say, this is tremendous. Um, to be able to say, now, when other people um, are looking at this community, how can we welcome them in instead of just being this enclosed group that continues to just look inward? How can we take this and be outward focused with it? So that was a big highlight for me to see them focus on that. How about you? Well, I think a couple things. This particular season right now, too, maybe it's because it's so fresh, but just at home, there have been some really cool times where kids have just made some good links. We're going through um, a Jesse Tree Advent devotional and mm-hmm. just talking through like some Old Testament things. And, and the kids have been saying, that's just like this in the New Testament. And, mm. you know, just some of those those things has been a treasure to see. And uh, I'm just really grateful for my kids. And um, see God's hand moving in their hearts is, is pretty special. Um, personally, too, I think that after how many years of giving the advice of really being intentional about scheduling time away. Um, I actually did that this year for myself. Uh, Mm. I just went to campground for myself for a day. Um, and a couple uh, outing we talked last month about, well, this past month about with Ryan going to the, um, boundary waters and stuff. So there's just a couple of good restful moments and, stuff that have been healthy so grateful for those um and stuff yeah so highlights Hmm. good things um and for you listener i'm sure you have some great things to celebrate this year too and and also want to recognize that there's been hard things for all of us as well and yeah uh yet as we wrap up 2021 um we can praise god that he is faithful we can praise god that he is continuing to sustain us and watch over us and we can look forward with hope, um, hope in the kingdom that's coming and hope in the year ahead that we're about to start and what God is going to do in it. Um, we don't know for sure. We can make our best plans, but I'm excited to to experience for myself uh, God working in our students. And I'm excited to connect with you guys, too, and hear um, how God has been at work and is working presently in your context as well. So with that, this is Jordan and Dan signing off for 2021. Thanks for sharing a whole year with us. That's kind of hard to believe. Uh, And here's (laughs) to the next one. God bless. Thanks for listening to Flyover Ministry. 
You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram and Facebook pages at Flyover Ministry. You can also get in contact with us on our Gmail account, flyoverministrypodcast at gmail.com. You can find other episodes that we've recorded on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.